You're listening to The Brandwell Podcast, the business podcast for side hustlers and creative entrepreneurs who want to take their business to the next level. Your host, Victoria Marcoulier, is a wife, mama, and the owner of a branding studio she built from the ground up, Brandwell. With each episode, Victoria and her guests share the behind the scenes of how they built their dream career and give you the expert advice you'll need to build yours. Learn how to show up confidently online as we cover everything from social media, website strategy, email marketing, and a little bit of that mompreneur life in between. Here's your host, Victoria Marcoulier. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to the Brandwell podcast today. I can't tell you how much I appreciate when you hit play on one of my episodes. I put a lot of time and and effort and energy and research into creating this content for you. Um, And the best reward is just knowing that people are listening and they're using it to grow their business. So today I want to talk to you about a lesson I am continually learning in my business and as an entrepreneur. And you're going to hear me reference a book that I've been reading lately um, called Who Not How by Dan Sullivan. Um, I'm going to reference a lot because it is what inspired me to hit record on this episode. Now, in this book, the last chapter I was reading, the author reminded the readers that what got you here won't always get you there. Um, Essentially, what has worked for your business up until now is likely not going to be the thing that gets you to the next level of business. And gosh, if I have not learned this to be true over and over again as I grow brand well. And really, I think it has been um, the key to our success so far year after year outside of just God's grace and his hand on my business. I believe that understanding and recognizing that the same things that have gotten me where I am today are not necessarily going to be the things that are going to work to get me to the next level of business. I think by understanding that and by being willing to change and evolve and adapt year after year, we've been able to continually reach these new levels of growth. To truly scale a business, you will have to continually evolve how you do things. So if I look back at how I operated Brandwell as a solopreneur when I first started, I did everything. I marketed the business, I closed the sales, I sent the contract, I designed the website, I offered the customer support. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Every task that had to be done within my company, I was the one doing it. This is true in most cases for entrepreneurs. When they're starting, you do everything. Um, And that worked well for me for about a year. And I found a way to make a decent income and I was even able to leave my full-time job um, operating Brandwell that way. But I knew if I wanted to reach that next level of business, um, in order to do so, I had to change the way I was doing things because what had gotten me to that point was not going to get me where I wanted to go next. And where I wanted to go next doesn't necessarily mean that I just wanted to keep increasing my financial revenue. Um, I wanted to have a little bit more freedom and flexibility. I think a lot of us set out to be entrepreneurs because we want freedom and flexibility and then we become entrepreneurs and we realize we have far less freedom and flexibility um, than we had when we worked for somebody else because we no longer can you know, mentally check out at the end of the day. Um, we kind of find that we're always working on our business 24-7. So I knew what had gotten me to you know, be able to leave my full-time job, what had gotten me to get this business off the ground was not going to get me to the point where I could kind of have my end goal of you know, having essentially an agency with you know, other people and me kind of just being at the helm and steering the ship. That was what my long-term goal of Brandwell was. Um, but I had to keep evolving. So what I did was I brought on some contract designers. Um, they helped me to create more designs, so my output was more. Um, but I continued to wear 
most every other hat within the company. So while I was definitely reaching new revenue goals um, and I was seeing you know growth in that regard, I was not at all finding the flexibility in my work life that I wanted. Um, and I knew that again, I was going to have to evolve. Um, at the time that I first started bringing on contractors, I was also pregnant with my first baby. And that was another thing to consider. What got me here is not gonna get me there, especially when my ability to put in as many hours per week as I've been putting in is about to change drastically as I have my first baby. So I did realize yet again that I needed to make some more changes to get to that next stage of my business. Um, and that is when I started to train my team on how to handle a project from start to finish. So, you know, the first big evolution of Brandwell was going from me to having some designers that helped me, um, but I was still kind of creating the vision for the project. I would design the mood board. I would a lot of times even design the homepage and then I would just have my contract designer step in and take it from there. There, but they wouldn't even communicate with the client. Like I still did all of the front end communication and then they would just send me the designs or the revisions when they were done. Um, but this again, it involved too much of myself. So I decided, okay, I'm about to have a baby. I'm going to change again. I'm going to give up a little bit more control. And I trained my team on how to operate a project from start to finish without me. So I let them take over the design process, but I was, again, still very involved in the marketing, still very involved in the sales, um, in the onboarding of that client to the designer and in the offboarding, helping them go live, all of those things. So I was freeing up some of my time just a little bit, uh, but I was still involved. Needless to say, that did help us reach a new level of growth because I was no longer the only person designing. So I was able to take all those hours that I spent designing into you know, being the visionary, coming up with ideas, coming up with new services, looking for other designers to add to the team so we could continually increase our output. And really, this has been where I've hovered for the last 18 months or so. Um, as I've navigated, you know, having children on top of having a team, I have sat in this sweet spot of, you know, doing all the marketing and sales myself. Um, of course, I did outsource social media. Um, I say outsource. It's not really outsourcing when you have somebody on your team doing it. But when I say outsource, I'm just using it in the context of I'm no longer doing it myself. So I did outsource social media. I outsourced a lot of our email marketing things like that to my existing design team, which was immensely helpful. But I've hovered in this realm of having contract designers who you know run the project start to finish while I did just about everything else. Then I got pregnant with baby number two. So not only was I ready to you know achieve the next stage of growth and in, in scaling this business of mine. But also I knew I was gonna have another kid. I don't typically have childcare for my babies and I wanna be home with them. So um, I do have childcare for my two-year-old, but I don't for, you know, I didn't with my firstborn Maya when she was a baby till about six months and I don't plan to with this baby. Um, so again, I had to sit back down and ask myself, okay, what has gotten me here? Is it going to get me to where I wanna go next? And I shared this in one of the recent episodes um, in season five, it was episode 82, when I talked about like my resolutions for Brandwell this year. And one of my biggest resolutions is that I can have a business that operates with or without me. And I feel like it's achievable that we are close to being able to be at that point. But I also know that there's a lot that needs to happen, a lot of training, a lot of people that need to be put in place in order for Brandwell to operate without me on a day-to-day -day basis. So again, 
what got me here will not get me there. Um, I decided over the holidays that I was going to uh, bring on two of my contract designers as full-time salaried employees. So what this has done for Brandwell, it's done so many things. One, I wanted them to be part of my family a little bit more permanently than just calling Libby and Lauren contractors. Um, they certainly earned that right. They've been with me for you know three years, just about both of them have. And I wanted that commitment from them also. And I wanted to know that if I'm gonna be gone uh, for any amount of time, whether that's because I'm having a baby in the hospital or because I'm simply taking a trip with my family, I wanna know that I have people there Monday through Friday ready and willing to run the day-to-day -day happenings of Brandwell. That was a little bit harder to achieve with contractors because as contractors, you can't tell them when to work. You can't tell them when they can and cannot take vacation. Um, but as employees, I have a little bit more say in that, a little bit more control over the process that we put our clients through and over their schedules. And I knew that that was gonna be necessary if I wanted to get to this you know, ultimate stage of growth in my business where it essentially functions with or without me there. So as you can see, I have constantly brought in new people or brought in new systems to evolve the way that we do things at Brandwell to help us reach this growth. Um, you know, I think a lot of times as entrepreneurs, we're so afraid to give up some control and we're so afraid to invest into our business that we drastically stifle our ability to grow and reach that next level because we think what we're doing now is going to be what gets us to where we wanna go. This is true in so many settings. Where I see this to be um, incredibly true is when it comes to your DIY brand or website. Uh, it would be wrong for me not to bring this up as a brand and web design company owner <laughs> because we do see this a lot that a lot of our clients come to us with a DIY brand or a DIY website and the fact is that website or that brand got them where they are now. It got them to the point where they have a proven concept. They have paying customers. Maybe they even have happy paying customers and they're in a stage of growth. But we know because we've seen it over and over again with our clients that that DIY logo or that DIY website that got them there will likely not get them to the next level of growth in their business. Let me give an example. We work with a lot of photographers. A lot of photographers, they are self-taught, they bought a camera, they took some online classes, they YouTubed a lot of things, they built their portfolio by shooting for friends and family, and their business started to grow. So they go to Canva, they design a logo, they put it on their business cards, they throw together a website in Squarespace, or maybe they buy a template somewhere, and that works for them. It gives them a place to send their friends, to send their family members, to send people who are interested in working with them as a photographer. Um, and it's allowed them to establish this business. Here's where we see so many photographers come to us. They recognize that their DIY website is not necessarily attracting the higher end customers that they want to be shooting for. We get a lot of photographers coming to us saying, I wanna shoot luxury weddings. I'm kinda tired of shooting these budget-friendly weddings. You know, I feel like the budget-friendly clients, they demand so much of you and they're not really willing to spend what you believe you're worth. So I'm ready to go after this next level of clientele that I believe is gonna help me reach my business goals and shoot content that I'm more passionate about shooting. And what we tell them is that 
what got you here will probably not get you there. The DIY logo and website that you use to get your budget-friendly clients is likely not going to be the same one that attracts the high-end clientele who are about to plan a very expensive wedding and they're looking for a photographer to capture that. So that's just one other example of you know how what got you here will not always get you there, how we see that playing out in the lives of these entrepreneurs on a day-to-day basis. I want to share another quote that I read from the book because I think this will help drive this point home even more. But he starts to expand on this topic and he says, what got you here won't get you there. In order to continue growing at each successive level, you need who's to handle the increasing complexity you create as your work and your influence reaches more people. I shared that with my managers when I brought them on. Um, I brought Lauren and Libby on as a COO and a senior designer, and I wanted them to know that like, you guys are the who that's gonna help me reach this next level of Brandwell. And I don't say that like, you guys are my little minions that are gonna help me reach my goals. I recognize that I also am a who in their life, um, and I hope that in them helping me reach my goals with Brandwell, I will also be helping them reach their goals in their career um, and as designers. So it can work both ways, but obviously this whole book about who not how is teaching entrepreneurs that it's less about trying to figure out how to do everything yourself and how to reach that next level of growth on your own. And it's more about who can help you get there. Um, so whether that's you know investing in a professional web design agency who can build you the website that's gonna attract your ideal clientele and help you book at a higher price level, or whether that's hiring a social media person that can come in and actually create a strategy for social media that works so you don't spend hours every week creating reels that actually do nothing for the bottom line of your company. For me, another who that I had to bring on board was a bookkeeper. I did my own finances for the first three years of Brandwell and I hated doing it. Every year at tax season would come around, I realized I was late on my quarterly estimates. I was overwhelmed trying to categorize all of my spending. There was no projections. I didn't even know what was our best seller. I just, I had no knowledge around our financials. And I realized this is not my strong suit. Rather than messing with this myself constantly, I am going to hire a bookkeeper. And so I brought in Lorianne from Lorianne Coons. Um, I, I think if there's one thing I've done well with Brandwell is that I haven't kept all of the control, um, that I have brought in people at every stage of my business to help me reach these new levels of complexity that maybe I'm not either skilled to handle or I simply don't have the time to handle on myself. And a big point of all of this is when you free up your time by delegating or by creating you know, systems and processes that, that free up your time, you also free up your mind. And that is so incredibly powerful. I want every entrepreneur to get this because I didn't really taste this until this last year and a half or so where I I started to have people working full-time for Brandwell and take over a lot of the work that was originally on my plate. When my mind is free to actually think about my business and to have ideas, I come up with so many things. That's why I came up with this podcast. And this podcast has obviously driven a lot of clients to us. Um, It's how I came up with different services that we offer. You cannot imagine what you are capable of when your mind has time to think. 
But so many entrepreneurs stay on the hamster wheel of working in their business and kind of wearing all of the hats in their business that they never really free up their mind to be the visionary of their own company. And that's where I think this who not how concept and this idea of what got you here won't get you there is so incredibly important because I've just watched it play out in my own life and in my own business. The faster I am to give up control by finding the right who's as opposed to some of the things that I've tried to hold on to and do myself for so long, the faster I've seen growth. So the areas that I've been willing to bring on the right person that I know is the one for the job that is, you know, trained in this skill or has more experience than I do, whatever it might be, in those areas that I have said yes to that as opposed to thinking, you know what, I'm going to figure this out. I can do this myself. I know I can do it. I just need to find the time to do it. Those are the areas that we've grown. And then the areas that I have held on to control and that I've said like, oh, I can figure this out. I can do this myself. Those are the areas that we've really suffered. I'm going to give an example now on the flip side where I have not done a good job of this. And that is with our Facebook and Google ads. Now, I definitely have outsourced these in the past, um, but more often than not, I have thought, you know what? I understand marketing. I can figure this out. I'll run our own Facebook ads and I'll run our own Google ads. And this has been such a setback for me, guys, because one, it takes up so much mental space, even if I'm not doing it, just like the just like the fear of having to learn something new and having to set aside time to try and figure out how to create these campaigns stresses me out so much and it has taken up so much of my mental energy and just so many hours. I so wish I would have just brought somebody on early on to run our ads for us. Um, That is like one of my biggest regrets and it's honestly one of the biggest opportunities that we have for this year is that I am going to just find the right company to outsource it. Um, Whether that means, you know, having to spend a little bit more money than what I'm comfortable spending, I know because I've seen it happen with so many other businesses, I know that Facebook and Google ads can be so incredibly successful, but I also know if you don't know what you're doing, it's really easy to throw away money. So I know that what has gotten me here to this level of growth in our business is not what's going to get me to the next successive level of growth um, and likely having, you know, targeted Facebook and Google ads that run on a daily basis is going to be part of the strategy that gets us to the next level. But the complexity behind doing that is just too much for me right now. So I'm actively looking for somebody that I can bring on board to help me figure that out and get those things in place so that we can get to the next level. But I just love that, you know, Dan Sullivan in the book that he talks about how, you know, in order to keep growing, you have to find people to handle the increasing complexity that you create. Because, you know, the old saying, mo money, mo problems. That is so true, you guys. Just the more money you make, it's likely the more products you're selling or the more people you're serving. And there's going to be things that happen, whether it's manufacturing issues that you run into or just people issues that you run into or team issues that you run into with having to fire people or whatever it might be. Um, with more money comes more responsibility. And with more responsibility, typically things are going to pop up that you're going to need help handling. And I am so learning that I want to take this whole idea to heart and I want to live this out in my own business and the way that I operate brand well. Um, And I don't want to be afraid to find the right people to come alongside me to handle the complexities of this growth that we have come into with Brandwell. I want to leave you with a quote Uh, to think about throughout the week. And it's, this is from the book. It says, the longer you wait to invest in who's, the more limited your thinking will be. 
So just remember that the longer that you try and do everything in your business, whether that's designing your website, running your social media, doing all your finances, whatever it might be, creating your products, handling your own manufacturing, all of the different industries and, and things that you could be doing, the longer you wait to invest in who's, the more limited your thinking will be because when your time is tied up, your mind is tied up too. And you're not going to be able to envision what that next level of growth could be for your business. You're not going to be able to create the new products or create the new services. You're not going to be able to enhance your overall client experience or customer experience uh, because there's simply not enough time. Our minds need margin to be creative. Um, I am my most creative self when I'm out for a run or when I'm walking on the treadmill or when I'm doing something where my mind is totally free to think. So and just think about that. The longer you wait to invest in who's, the more limited your thinking will be. And what got you here may not be the thing that gets you to the next level of growth in your business. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Thanks for tuning in to the Brandwell Podcast. If you're a side hustler or creative entrepreneur looking to take your business to the next level, subscribe to the podcast so we can continue to cheer you on week after week by providing practical advice on how to grow your business. For show notes or to learn more about what we covered in today's episode, head to brandwelldesigns.com. Until next time, keep branding well.